best of Clairsey, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5. Hey, this is Kimber and here are today's best bits from Clairsey, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5. The finale tonight on Channel 9 at 8.40 of Married at First Sight could bring some fireworks or will it be in the red corner? Lachlan in the blue corner, Claire. Lachlan's on the line. G'day, mate. How are you? Morning. How are you going? Good, mate. I'm looking at this publicity photo uh, of you and the missus and you actually look like a couple. Like, yeah. when, you, when you see her for the first time, was there an attraction to her? Yeah, there was. It was. Initially, I was sort of standing at the altar waiting, and I wasn't too sure. The two bridesmaids came down first, and I was trying to work out which one was mine. <laughs> yep. Because, um, so, yeah, I wasn't sure what she looked like. But then, yeah, when she, she got out, there was initial attraction there. That's that's probably very important. About And was it flipped? Did she fancy you, mate? Yeah, I, don't, I was trying to work that out while I was waiting there. I certainly was struggling to get eye contact off her, yeah. um, which was a little, it made it a little bit awkward. And um, it took her a little while to, to warm up, even afterwards, when we are getting photos done and that sort of thing. And it's, it's not until you actually sit down at the, at the reception where you can you know, get to start talking and you know, ask what you do for a living and that sort of thing. So it was quite unusual. That's Lachlan, weird. I mean, let's not beat around the bush. You might still be together, and so I don't want to speak badly of your wife, but Claire had her resting bitch face on when she met you, and she was not happy to be there. And you've been fighting nearly every day since. Got a little bit of a grab here of you guys talking. What would you like me to do? Talking. I work in the city. What do you want me to do? What would make you happy? I really don't understand. Yeah. Sorry for making you unhappy. Don't actions speak louder than words? No, you're wrong. I don't care where we live. I don't, don't. care. Let's move to the farm right now. Oh, please. <laughs> Lachlan, <laughs> Claire, stop. Are you just <laughs> arguing because you're married? <laughs> yeah, I think um, with the whole process and everything sort of sped up where... You go from being married to the honeymoon and moving in together, meeting friends and in-laws, and everything's very fast-paced where it might have, you know, under normal circumstances, taken six months or something to, to go through that. So, um, And on top of that, you're trying to... You're still getting to know the person as well. So I think that it was working out, you know, each, how we could fit into each other's lives. I think those, that brought a few of the arguments out mm. early in the piece. Yeah, it is a strange situation too, mate. You know, strangers pretty much coming together at the altar, but uh, best man at six of your mate's wedding, so you're always the best man, never the man. Yeah. What's going on there, like? Yeah, well, it's, it's actually uh, seven weddings, and I've got my cousins coming up, so that'll make it eight best men. So. <laughs> That's not good you're adding yeah. to the stats there, Lachlan. Yeah, yeah, I just thought I'd correct them, but yeah, it's, um, it's always an, an honour. I've got some good friends, and um, yeah, I've been, uh, I think, groomsmen as well a couple of times. But that's no, always, always good to be involved in weddings. Can I ask you why you put your hand up to be on this show? Like you would, I've understood the fact that you're not going to know the person. Yeah. There, there, it is a social experiment that perhaps you might, uh, you know, glean with this person, and and something may have. But evidently, you're pregnant for a start. That's what I've been hearing. <laughs> yeah, all the rumours. Um, so yeah, why did you put your hand up for the gig? Yeah, well, initially the ads that, that I saw were, are you looking for love? It wasn't anything about uh, married at first sight. and yeah. It was just at a time in my life I'd been just recently lost my father and then I'd been quite busy uh, just after that with the farm, very busy. And it was just a stage where everything was slowing down a little bit and um, you know, I wanted to, to get out and meet someone. So I thought I'd uh, leave it in the hands of the experts. Okay, well, Lachlan, we're going to find out tonight. The finale is on Channel 9 at 8.40pm. We'll find out whether Claire decided to like you 
Uh, I hope it worked out, but <laughs> good luck with it. That sounds weird, doesn't it? You decided to like you, your wife. Well, come on, you know, I know, but, you know, I'm just... Hey, go get it, mate. Good luck. <laughs> hey, Adrian Barrett, our dead set legend and Channel 7 ledge. How are you, mate? Hey, Crazy. Great to be with you, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Um... Hey, Jono, you too, and Kimber. Well done. I've covered all bases. Why are we still calling this guy, honestly, every week? Hey, Barrett, can we can we start off and just get your opinion as as the guru on the, uh, I was going to say the big couch, uh, on the show uh, about, it's an old habit. Uh, about footy. Where are Port Adelaide and Geelong at the moment? Because Claire's and I discussed this. I don't know where anyone is. I, I mean, are the Eagles the Eagles? Halfway through the year. It's bizarre, isn't it, Barrett? Yeah, it's a very strange year, which makes it great for Fremantle being on top and only having uh, lost uh, one game. But... Yeah, Port, I think, G-O-R-N, gone. Uh, I reckon they just about can't make the eight now. Geelong, I wouldn't write them off yet. They could still scramble and make it. But as you guys would know and girls would know, that it's all about making the top four. So if you don't don't make the top four, I think only one team in the history of the competition has ever won the premiership from outside the four. So it's all about... It's going to be about Fremantle, Sydney, I reckon Hawthorne, and probably West Coast in fourth spot, which uh, sets up the prospect of a derby final. Can you imagine that? Well, I saw that on uh, last night, mate. You're talking with 11 weeks out and predicting free I'll only lose one game. I think Ross Lyon would like to hear that. Yeah, I thought that was very generous, Chris. It suited our agenda, mm. though, didn't it? Yeah, did, yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <carry on. laughs> what it's really all about, though, is the Matildas. Damn right. We love yeah. jumping on a win. Now, the girls playing soccer or football, if you're there, um, and just doing such a great job. But I want to check this. I want to run this by you, right? Because I have been guilty of calling when we talk football, I have called them poles instead of posts. Yep. So sometimes I will use the wrong language. I've read an article today that says it was a cute finish 10 minutes from time. Now, cute oh. is not a sporty word. Now, that it, just because we're no. talking about women in sport, we have to say it was, oh, a, it was cute a cute finish. finish. Oh, sorry, as in a, a derogatory oh, sense. I, I'm, Kimber, I am so with you there. I heard one commentator say that uh, it was a, a, a woman had missed a shot at goal and uh, had said something, oh, maybe she didn't want to mess up her hair. Oh, oh, it's no. embarrassing. I was, I was horrified. Yeah. So, no. But we're getting tag- we're getting taken seriously now. Um, join me at in seat one A on the bandwagon for the tour. <laughs> I think Claire, you might have some audio of this. Yeah, we'll play a bit of this. Incredible win. This is the winning goal against Brazil. Simon, touch forward for Gori. Quick release. Devana's in. Listen, Devana. Can't finish for Claire Simon Kieran. and Australia take the lead over Brazil. And then they won the game. And Barra, if you look at the girls' accounts and the you know the, the members of the uh, Matildas, they absolutely love their team. They call it family. They're all over Twitter and uh, so, yeah, all social media this morning. Everybody is. All the Socceroos have jumped on board and pumping the girls up. Uh, the SBS commentators, the, I don't know, you guys probably didn't see it, but they were absolutely beside themselves. <laughs> it was incredible. Mm. They totally lost it in the studio. And Matilda's best ever result, so it's our women's football team or soccer team, Sam Kerr was an absolute star and is now, you know, Daniel Kerr is now her brother right, instead of the yeah, other, the way, other around, way around. Yeah, the other way around, yeah. And beat one of the tournament favourites, Brazil, to reach the quarterfinals, the best ever result by a women's uh, senior team. And they're setting their sights on actually winning the trophy. Uh, I believe they're saying we're not celebrating yet. We want to win the whole, we want to win the World Cup. Imagine that. So well done, Matildas. Now, uh, Shane here, Barra. Um... <laughs> hey, Shane, how you going? <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us, mate, uh, Going, rewinding back, uh, we were not so expected to win that, the girls' team, and I've been watching some of the, the games. I'm loving it. But 
uh, getting back to the Eagles is where I want to live. Uh, we, we, weren't, we weren't expected to win that game. Friday night footy, Richmond, four in a row, blah, blah, blah. And the only team to have beaten um, Frio. Yep. Um, do you think this puts us in better comfort going forward? or we're, Yep. 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 Spot, on. Spot on, Steve. It gives us... Uh, <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done, Basil. <laughs> oh, don't, oh, oh, don't do that. He's the one with the big nose. I'm the shorter guy. Yeah, anyway, right. No, it's, uh, no, having said that, uh, that was spot on, Shane. The, uh, that's given them a lot of credibility beating Richmond at the MCG as well. They've got some big games ahead. I think I, we had us down them for, for losing three or four in the run home. So six mm. more wins, which gives them fourth spot and uh, sets up that possibility of a, a Western Derby final, which we've never had before. And, and that's, a, that's actually a downside for Fremantle because instead of having the home ground advantage, having all the crowd, yeah, you know, the other teams having to travel, 50, they, just 50. Get the, they get their neighbours and, and half the Dockers members have to give up their tickets for Eagles members. So they're not ideal. In some ways, it would be better not to have a Derby final, but how big would it be and how oh, much would we mate. be talking about it? Well, I remember <laughs> we were talking about it nine years ago because we weren't that far away, about five goals away from a, uh, a Derby grand final when uh, Sydney beat uh, the uh, Dockers in the prelim. But uh, it's a long time exactly. ago. Mate. There's hey, still a lot more um, water under the bridge to be oh, had. Yeah, well, about 11 games. I'm <laughs> <laughs> mixing my metaphors. Hey, Barra, oh, surprise. <laughs> just one more thing, mate, on the weekend. The AFL can be... When you see Melbourne get up over Geelong, in Geelong, and Carlton beat Port, it's uh, that's pretty awesome for the comp, isn't it? Very, the the uh, underdogs. Amazing competition. And uh, you're right, Melbourne have not beaten Geelong anywhere for nine years. So that's a big watershed moment for mm. them. And let's not forget about Pav's testimonial this Friday. Yeah. At, uh, are you hosting that, uh, Clearsy, at uh, the, the Crown? No, no, Pav? I am, no, Steve. I'm, no, I'm a holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think Mark Beretta's flying over. So oh, I is he? Up there. Yeah, oh, that's so, good. Yeah. God, between you, you're all name droppers, aren't I, you? I, I just, <laughs> hey, Barrow, you know we're running out of time, mate, but um, someone like Matthew Pavlich is very well set up for life beyond footy. But the old testimonial thing, players used to get a lot of money out of it. Does he Does he score some dough out of this as well? Well deserved, What's this, an Italian wedding where they pin the money to the bride? <laughs> well, that was the testimonial thing. <laughs> I think, I Clarezy, think, that he might actually, yes. And, uh, having, and if it is a testimonial, I guess, Sort of technically, this will be his last year. It'll be yeah. strange to play on. So I reckon he's not saying that he's retiring, and he won't be saying. But I'm pretty sure that he will be. The other one, quickly as we go out, we should mention Jason Day. Oh, and Mr. Vertigo. Yeah, yeah. How's this with Vertigo? Mm. Is uh, just one shot off the pace in the U.S. Open in America, of course. <laughs> he's uh, he's chasing <laughs> Dustin Johnson. Oh, they're holding the U.S. Open in America these days. Mm, <laughs> Hey, Shane, I know you love a bit of golf, Royal Wembley and all that. Have you seen Chalmers Bay? It looks like the hardest course in the world. Yep. And they reckon on the putting greens, it's like putting on broccoli, can you believe it? No, oh, one okay. guy said it was like um, pitching a ball. Uh, there's a par three there, pitching a ball onto a coffee table. Uh, it's that small as, as far as the green is concerned. No, oh, mate, no wonder he's got vertigo. Just uh, It's such an amazing... Uh, uh, but, but what an effort by him, suffering from vertigo and might in the US Open. So, well done, Jason Day. I uh, had an epiphany yesterday. It happens quite often, but this one was an important one. Uh, my son broke his uh, radius, which is in the wrist, Kimber, in case you didn't know. Thanks. <laughs> Not um, the old man. Playing junior sport uh, yesterday and at, at Princess Margaret. Again, we have our uh, kids' appeal coming up, and it was a... Constant reminder of how many kids at junior sport level get themselves through the doors of PMH because mm. there was it was a revolving door. But what I realised in amongst the uh, the time spent there waiting for uh, X rays and blah 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 um, that sometimes 
people just need their mum. Like yep. I, I felt like a, a loose wheel. I felt a little patch Adams trying to make uh, him happy. And at the end of the day, I'm just me. Just what? Well, you're, you're just, just dad. dad. I mean, to do this song and dance. Especially when you're sick. Rocky in Osborne Park, when have you just thought, I just need my mum? Hey, guys. Well, basically, I broke my T11 vertebrae in a motorcycle accident. Mm. And, um, yeah, basically, my mother decided to catch the first flight out of Geraldton to come down and see me at Swan Districts. And <laughs> she was waiting there. And basically, it just made me happy. And I just said, I just want my mum. How old were you, Rock? I was actually 17. And, Rock, yeah. you know, uh, Clearsy uh, relayed the story that people in battle and, uh, you know, a- adult men are in a situation of trauma and they just all of a sudden are screaming out for their mum. It's an incredible thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, I that was the only thing I really wanted was my mother to be there. And yep. Literally, yeah. And she had already jumped on the plane and was on her way there. That's incredible. Yeah, well, I, I just couldn't get over it. So I actually walked into Swan Districts in Midland mm. and... Next thing you know, I get told, oh, yeah, my mother's on the Your way. Your mum's like, there. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, hey, Rob, this is, this is like a back injury, like a broken back. Hey, you okay? Yeah, well, it was a crushed and fractured vertebrae. It actually hadn't slipped out or anything. But, no, I just have bad back problems now and again. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so we're not saying that uh, there's no – the love is still there. It's incredible love that, a, that you have for your father. But oh, yeah. there's something oh, about yeah. the comforting nature with that link that you have with you your mother. you hear that, Shirley McFarlane? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shirley. <Jill. laughs> All right, Kylie in Belmont, when have you thought to yourself, I just need my mum? Uh, with the birth of my first child, ended up being in an emergency cesarean. Mm. And I just remember being wheeled into theatre thinking, oh, my God, I just need my mum. <laughs> yeah, it's just Isn't amazing. that amazing? It's a yeah. human experience that you know, she's always probably there for that just that comfort. It's like a flannel. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, too, it. for something yeah. like childbirth, at least your mum, you know, has got something to relate to. A warm flannel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Nothing like a warm flannel. Yeah, did you hear that, Cheryl McFarlane? <laughs> yeah. Hey, wake up yourself. <laughs> thanks for your call, Howdy Kylie. Calls. Okay, thanks. The best of Clairsy, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5.